As Podlord, I get final say. Is that how this works? Shocker, boys and girls, I don't usually prepare very well. So, Matt, why do you hate Annie? Continue to say I hate you both for making me not be able to binge watch the show. Say I love the Disco Spider. Woo! <laughs> for the Sugar Go Bear. the bro. Sugar Bear. Oh, so I'll take it. Smarter <laughs> than the average bird. G'day and welcome back. We are the Greendale Human Podcasters. And we would like to wish you all a merry, uncontrollable Christmas. And a happy Thanksgiving, because it is Thanksgiving in the States today. Uh, we are recording on a Friday night. Uh, my name is Jack. Ooh. Today, uh, coming to you from uh, from Melbourne, home of the Wurundjeri people. Matt just took a large swig of beer, just as I... Uh, no, you, usually, you usually introduce us, and then we speak. You're forgetting how you do things. Don't be yelling at me. Sure. I've had a busy Friday night. Yes, I am, Matt, the Disco Spider, coming at you from the home of the Ugambe people on the northern Gold Coast, as always. And Brad. Oh, yeah, introduce him. You prompted me. I didn't have a choice. (laughs) Fuck you. And I'm coming to you from Ipswich, Queensland, the home of the Yagara, Yagara, and Yagarapur peoples. And we acknowledge their elders, past, present, and emerging. Tonight is already off to a great start. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, like I said, we are <laughs> back to a Friday night, which is always good. Uh, good for all of us. How many gin and tonics have you had, Matt? Zero. Well, uh, that's not really good enough. <laughs> Zero gin and tonics for two beers. Does that count? Oh, I can. I to see. Uh, I said Brad's on the what I assume are the non-alcoholics. Yes, I careful. He might get loose. And uh, and I am on the the waters because how exotic. Getting on the hard stuff. Yeah. How have your weeks been, boys? Uh, not too bad. The usual. You know, I usually say every week the usual, but it's not the usual because as of today, I am now on holidays for nine days. Huzzah. Ooh, lucky you. Happy days for me. Well, this is my trade-off for the fact that I basically have to work through Christmas, so. All right, here I uh, thought you were uh, on your knees in front of the boss. <laughs> oh, I was. That's how I still got this week off. <laughs> Soft, softer slips in transport, mate. I do have a nickname. I was going to say praying, of course. <laughs> no, we know I don't pray. Brad, how was your week? Uh, yeah, it was up and down, but we had another one of our coffee machines uh, bite the dust. That's two inside a year. So, uh, What the hell are almost... you doing to them? <laughs> Using them as, as directed, but the same, same model from the same brand and it just keeps on keeps on screwing up so now we, we went and bought ourselves a, a manual machine so well, that's, that's a better way to go they do make a better cup of coffee Did you... When, when you can when you can make make it work when, when you have actually yeah. lights up. and then when you have time to do it there is something to be said for like the automated coffee machine where you just bang one out and you can sort of go as opposed to having to do it all nothing like that's, that's like how you got leave, out. wasn't it? Banging one out yeah. and letting it go. Oh, that's right. No, I, I must say, we have a coffee machine at work, like a manual, proper cafe-style um, coffee machine at work, and it is it is fantastic. 
I've uh, I've been on a bit of a diet lately, so I've been having a lot of long blacks as opposed to a bit of milk and, and you know, from a actual proper coffee machine, just delicious. Makes a difference, Sorry. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah if you, really if you're having it in that most pure form, having decent coffee is, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So what, are, I, what, um, what did you go with, Brad? Uh, we're trying to remember what it is. Not sure. <laughs> Wait, it's behind me. There it is. Some sort of ah, reputable brand, actually. Yeah. yeah, I um yeah. for my birthday this year just gone. My lovely wife got me a Jura machine. It's some sort of European oh, yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like the yeah. full beans and puts the beans yeah. in, grinds them down fresh and everything. I have to say that makes lovely. That makes lovely coffee. Well, yeah, yeah. we got a mocha pot. Or a, uh, a cafeteria. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. No, we we use that quite a bit, but I've always wanted to get like a a little single burner, like a little rocket, or a Lama Cosa or one of those. But fuck me, they're expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> We're going. That's one day. It one day. Like, okay, what's a reasonable price? All right. <laughs> even when it comes to coffee, hand. there is no reasonable oh. price. That's the problem. It's. A- yeah, yeah, it's like just, okay, let's let let's change the price range to let's cross out those afford? eight eight top top um, prices, uh, and we'll go with the bottom two options. <laughs> yeah, it is it is a yeah. very expensive, socially acceptable chemical dependency. The old caffeine. Yes. That's we're, that's, we're down to our last one. <laughs> but uh, no, but, my but yeah. I mean, my news is uh, over the last few weeks. Like I mentioned, I've been. Uh, Trying to trying to get a bit more fit and uh, watch what I'm eating, and I'll, I'm down four kilos, which is uh, which is kind of cool. So Ooh, I'm pretty happy with about, that. About eight pounds, uh, I believe, if you're American, a little over eight pounds, two point two pounds to a kilo. So yeah, eight point eight pounds. The um, the birth weight of the sugar cub. Yeah, hey, you've lost a whole sugar cub. Yeah, I shut out a sugar cub. You've lost a whole, lost a whole sugar cup. Yeah, so across, across the last few weeks, so it's it's a bit of progress. So I'm happy with that. Just doing a bit more well exercise, done. and although this this stuff, week mate. I must say is probably going to throw that out because we are tomorrow night we're going over to our um, Jess's best friend is Italian, and she Ooh, has moved it. back from uh, yeah from being up in Gosford. So a shout out to her if she's listening. But uh, yeah, we are with them oh, tomorrow night, home. and there's there's always going to be so much food there. So Lovely. yeah, and, oh, well, and my problem is if it's in front of me, sometimes. I'll eat it. Oh yeah, that's, that's, why you that's, all, that's a good good rule to live by. That's why you didn't get hired as a gynecologist. <laughs> that's exactly why. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's bad. Um, my coworker got me with another good one. Uh, actually, today while we were in the in the car between job sites, I, uh, we were driving past a bloke with a mullet, and I went, "Fuck! I just, I don't get mullets." And he he just turned without missing a beat. He went, "Of course you don't. You don't have any hair." I was going to say, to be fair, you don't. You, to be fair, you don't get hair anymore. No, and he just and we just both had a real good chuckle because it just the delivery was on point. So. <laughs> Good on him. I'm glad he was managed to knock you down a peg. I appreciate that. Yeah. So that, so that was fun. Oh, oh, I reckon we should move on. Any other any other weekly news, boys? Anything else going on other than Matt? You know, be, uh, 
fucking holiday. off for the weekend, doing the notes Ooh. for next week, I assume. Oh, no, I will be on holidays up the north coast of Queensland. Well, it doesn't matter where you do the notes, mate, so long as I end up in the spreadsheet. Well, <laughs> they, they, they won't, there won't be no computers for me. I will be away. <sighs> you suck. Dean Belton, I know how susceptible you are to advertising. Would you say I'm a level 7 susceptible? That's right, we all know I'm a level 7 susceptible. Uh, yes, it's that time of the week again, boys and girls. Time to advertise into your ear holes. Um, oh, I just upset myself a little bit with what I just said. You <laughs> <I> should have. <laughs> Seriously, I say it every week. Pop vinyls, Funko Pops. We all love them. You know, I mean, we are a community podcast and, you know, we 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 have a show that we love that a lot of the characters, they you can get pop vinyls of, but say you were collecting them all. Say you were someone like Brianne, who's one of the members of our awesome um, Twitter DM group. If you're not in it, you should be. And you were trying to collect everything and you happen to say, you know, the only thing I'm really missing is a Pierce. And then say if you knew someone like Dennis at DG Pop Customs, maybe, you know, you would suddenly have multiple options for awesome Pierce pop vinyls pop into the group chat that you could then add to your collection. That kind of thing happens when you know Dennis. So seriously, the best way to do it, jump on your social media of choice, type in DG Pop Customs, have a look at all the awesome stuff Dennis can do. Uh, if you're in how twitter dm group you have seen some of the amazing stuff he's done he's done things too far along into the series that i don't understand with half and half weird deans and various other things i don't understand but like look amazing so seriously jump on there have a look um you know dennis is, is always there to give you a hand he may be stateside but he's always on your side when it comes to making your pop dreams come true seriously check it out and if you do reach out to him let him know we sent you but seriously do yourself a favor my ads are not getting better they're not getting Sorry, worse dennis. at least that was better than last week i did say ear holes <laughs> <laughs> And you said it again. Heroes. Heroes. Well, now I'm a wreck. Did you have to do that? <laughs> yes. That's the noise. Ironically, that's the noise I make when I get a wreck. Moving on. Um, as has been the case all season this season, feel free to leave an Apple review and you will go in the draw to win one of Dennis's uh, Pop Customs uh to your choosing so we don't have any reviews this week so please make sure you get on get on soon there's not not too many episodes left we're getting close to halfway so yeah please jump on board leave a review and you will go in the draw to win one of these awesome pop customs so yeah leave a review reach out and go in the draw seriously it's the easiest way you can think of to get yourself an awesome custom pop final seriously yeah, takes five minutes and, and you're done. Yeah, I mean, it's a talking like piece that you can show off get to the, a lot of people. Yeah, oh, I appreciate the leave. compliment, five minutes. I appreciate the compliment, my friend. I just figured that's how long you last with your boss. I didn't, I didn't take that long, mate. I am good, like I said, soft lips and all that. 
Brad's crying. I think we made Brad cry. <laughs> I think we broke Brad. Should I should I say ear holes again? Anthropology. 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 <laughs> Anthropology. 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 I think Brad would just appreciate us moving on. Yep. <laughs> Stop it. Um, it's gonna be my new thing. This this week starts with uh, with an announcement from the dean, and uh, we got a clip. <clears throat> it's that very special time of year, Greendale. A time for me to remind you that your school acknowledges no specialness to this time of year. You do, of course, have a constitutional right to lend this season the significance of your choosing in any of our designated holiday zones. <laughs> designated holiday zone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Don't you mean season's greetings? Come on, Shirley. You know it's Christmas. Yes, but as a modern Christian, I've learned to be sensitive to other cultures' jealousies. So what are we doing this year? Well, I'm taking a relaxation <laughs> course next semester, Back and then. I was going to use the break to do all the reading in advance. I'm shutting myself in with my video games. Fake murdering people? It's going to be my new holiday tradition. This is disappointing. Yeah, that's a what good do you one. care about Christmas, Abed? You're Muslim. Don't your people spend this season writing angry letters to TV Guide? It's true. Religiously, I'm Muslim. <laughs> but I've always been a big fan Jeez. of Christmas. And this is the most important Christmas in the history of the universe. I'm assuming that's why we're all stop-motion animated. We're what now? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, so there's, there's a little bit going on in the back of that. Obviously, they are stop-motion animated. That's why I wanted to cut that clip. Um... But uh, yes. uh, anyone else pick up the uh, the barricaded area at the back there for? Uh... Yes, the um, I don't know. I I'm not well versed enough to know what the Hanukkah candles thing is called, but it's dangerously close to that Christmas tree. I did notice that, but it's all right because <laughs> you know it's stop motion, so you know nothing can actually go up in flames. Hopefully, that is true. Um... I, I was getting a drink, but I could uh, hear the clip as I was playing, so I, I just need to get put in my obligatory uh, <laughs> read Shirley. I know, I know. Continue on. Oh, I thought you meant Pierce. I thought I was the one that raged against Shirley and her religious stuff. I thought you were oh, the same about Pierce's just sort of offhanded racism. Uh, I just think he's just white noise. Yeah. Just, just pluck him out at this point. <laughs> The uh the Jewish candle holder is called a menorah. Menorah. Ah. Yes, you are correct, sir. Yes, I couldn't think yeah. of it off the top of my head, but yes, it was dangerously close to that Christmas tree. Yeah, well, surely, uh, surely Christmas trees aren't flammable, are they? They are, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> hmm. Right. Anyway, so um, we get to this. As soon as we, as, as soon as we hit that, and, and I saw the stop motion, I went, "Oh, this is gonna be. This is either gonna be really good or really bad." <laughs> well, let's uh, let's leave your your final thoughts to the end. But okay, yeah, but yeah, I caught that, and I went, "Oh, a stop motion episode, claymation episode. This is gonna be interesting." Yes. Uh so yeah, so obviously at the end of that clip, like like we discussed. Abed says, uh, I assume that's why we're, we're stop motion animated. Jeff votes that we let this one go. Just, <laughs> just wants to pay no attention to it. <laughs> let's let it go. But, let's uh, not, let's yeah. Not. Yeah, Brit, Brit is on point. Uh, what what did you say we were? Abed says it again. We're stop motion animated. Shirley doesn't understand. Uh, Pierce, Pierce <laughs> says, I never understand anything that you guys are saying. That's, that's very Pierce, isn't it? 
It is very PS. He doesn't says, you, you guys, you guys don't see it. I noticed it this morning. That's how I knew it was special Christmas. It was a special Christmas. We've clearly entered a whole new medium. Ah, <laughs> uh, but does the word "clearly" mean the same thing to you as it does to normal people? Says, uh, <laughs> says Jeff. PSR, Pierce interjects and says it's probably Arabic for "not clearly." And he thinks it's a. Uh, he thinks that's a funny Once joke. A tries to. He wants a high five from Troy, and uh, yeah, Troy says, "You really expect me to h- tarnish the high five <laughs> for that?" Well played, Troy. The high five has been watered down lately. It needs to. We need to bring it back. Yeah, so uh, clearly, Pierce does uh, not get the high five that he uh, that he wishes. No, a little bit disappointed that he thought he was in the in the realm of like this is a good one, and Troy just went, "Nah, mate." No. Nah. I bet. Uh, I bet it's like you. You guys really don't see what I'm seeing. That worries me a little. Yeah, it probably should. Yeah, what worries the rest of us too. Yeah, well, Brita, Brita says it worries the rest of us. Uh, is there something we can do to help you with your situation, Arbet? Arbet says, for starters, you can move around more. Not much point being animated if you don't. <laughs> uh, Arbet also thinks we should commit to the format, starting with a song. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff says, you start. I'm sure we'll join in. Sarcastically, quite sarcastically. And uh, this leads to a uh, very special opening credits. Loved it. Give me the snow, light up the trees, deck every hall, and while you can see, roast every nut, missile the toe. This needs to be so the Christmas, the original. 20,000 years from now, say. The most no, that's later with Chang. <laughs> okay, we got him. We got him. Yeah, so, I love uh, the stop motion animated security guards making an appearance to tase them for stop motion yeah. Arbed. And, it, and it's a, the same, um, the same Troy and Arbed security guards that, uh, yeah. that keep rocking back up, and yep, so they were stop motion animated as no, he was jumping awesome. on the cars. I, I, I enjoyed that continuity, actually, of them being the same security guards as as from the normal show. I, I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and was, it was a really cool, different opening. Sorry, Brad. Yeah, I know. Just just thinking, like going going back to before the clip, just <clears throat> like Abed, Abed's worried, but then he just goes into straight. All right, well, let's just steer completely let's just run into with this. It. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, no questions. Just like, let's. All right, this is what it is. Let's just yeah. go with it. Everyone's like, I think Arbet has had a psychotic break. Should we be concerned? And Arbet's like, no, nah, let's just run with it. Let's just do a song and dance routine. It's cool. But I love the realistic. Like as as you watch it, it's you know he's jumping on cars and it's like, oh cool. And then you think that they're just going to go down that rabbit hole of. I can do what I want because I'm stop motion and it doesn't act yep. like it's not the real world. No, no, no. That, it's still real world and they come out and take something. So yeah, it's actually Arbed jumping on cars. Yeah, it swerves you with the security with the security guards tasering him. It really got me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So uh, Which in the next scene... start the hope that this was going to be one of those good claymation episodes. Yeah. Uh, so Arbert after the credits is uh, is you now joined by Jeff and Britta in a claymation version of Duncan's office. Claymation Duncan looks dope, by the way. Oh yeah, he really yeah, does. Claymation, claymation John Oliver, John Oliver so is is really cool. I really liked all I really liked all the characters in this episode. I thought they looked cool. 
But Claymation John Oliver looked great. I like to think One they I got didn't to take like. them home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think Jeff was too on point. I thought he was a little bit too... He has like, a lot of forehead. Yeah. <laughs> it made yeah. him look a little seedy, didn't it? The whole... Yeah. The eyes and the forehead for some he, reason. It made him look a little odd. <laughs> He looks. He looked more like the main character out of um, Grand Theft Auto than Jeff. He I wonder did. if there was a. I wonder if there was a, a joke in there. Like, like whoever designed it went, we want him to look at, a little bit more like this. Yeah, we want You're to right, you know, though, accentuate these features. So I didn't pick that up, but he legit looks like Trevor from GTA yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of that either, but uh, now you mentioned no, it. No, but if you go back and have a look at, like, the screenshots, I'm going to fire that up later and have a squiz, but he really <laughs> does look like Trevor. Like, if he was doing some crazy shit and torturing someone, I could I yeah. could see that. Like, Whereas everyone else kind of looks yeah. very close to themselves. Yeah, everything else I thought was pretty good. Like, yeah. I, I really liked a lot of the other ones. Even Pierce in the wheelchair looks great. I mm. don't think he's come up yet, but it comes in a bit later. But yeah, Pierce. No, I think we see it. But yeah, Pierce. Yeah, we, in the we wheelchair got we got Pierce really earlier. Cool. But yes, he is still in the wheelchair, in animated into the wheelchair, which is which is <laughs> I great. I thought that was good. So uh, yeah, Duncan asks, uh, "How many fingers am I holding up?" And more importantly, are they still made of clay? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the important <laughs> question. From a psychology point of view, is the whole how many fingers am I pointing up? Is that necessary? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I'm definitely not qualified, and I have no idea. I just I don't see how that you know psychologically, from a psychology point of view, how that's a relevant question. Yeah, it's probably well, just a requirement. Unless, unless they're assuming the fact that he was just tasered, so maybe they have to check he's come back to his full senses, maybe. He's actually, or maybe that's just a properly conscious. The standard uh, first question on when you go see a psychologist—that's just what they have to ask. No, they don't. Trust it's me, I've been written, there. Written in their bylaws. No, no, it's not. Trust me, I've been there. What was, what was the first um, uh, question you were asked? Do you know why you're here? No, no I honestly can't remember. It's been that long. Cool. Well, they usually, usually, usually say something like, "What brings you here today." Um, I do like to say, though, just from an outside point of view, for a, for a college that's very concerned about being judged and sued, their security guards are very quick to tase people. How many people have been tased so far? They are not fucking about. Well, can I say, like, in this case, it's very justified. He jumped on at least five cars. Apparently, that seems to be the thing, because remember Cheng and... and um, Jeff, Jeff, we're on top of a car. So apparently you can do whatever Actually, the fuck yeah. you want to Greendale. As long as you lot. don't jump on a car, you're good. If you touch a car, you're getting tasered. Well, to be fair, if you're jumping on top of a car that's not yours, that's fair. it's probably uh, fair game. But when they tasered Jeff, he was on top of his own car. Yeah, but Chang wasn't. Chang was on top of Jeff's car. That's true. Beating it with a keytar. Beating it with a keytar, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, they seem to be quick to whip the tasers out and, and put some voltage through a person. <laughs> Which is yeah. it's probably a good thing they don't give them guns. <laughs> and it being America, no, we're going to leave that alone. Especially with Arbed's ethnic background. Leaving it alone. Arbed said three. Lucky Troy I wasn't told- there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, I'm not leaving it alone. Arbed says uh, three. But I told you, we're not clay. 
where silicon dolls with foam <laughs> bodies overball on soccer amateurs. I did like that. I did like that specification of the actual creation of the puppet. I thought yeah, that was how very, manufactured. very funny. Yep. Yeah. And trust Arbet to know the full details of how his psychotic break characters come together. Yeah, Duncan, uh, Duncan finds this fa- fascinating and publishable. You say, and you say you have no memory of this morning. You don't recall the emotional crisis that uh, caused you to take shelter in this delusion. That's not a delusion. Very, very publishable. <laughs> so it's just typical Duncan, isn't it? I can yeah. make money off this. I can make money and I can get out of Greendale. Yeah. That's his yeah. thinking, I'm sure, the whole time. Well, we do know Arbed ruined the Duncan principle, so he is looking for something new to publish. Yeah, that's right. Arbed, I've been a professor of psychology here at Greendale for many years, and I think I see a solution to this that might help you with your situation. I'd like to do some extensive sessions, including hypnosis. I don't need therapy, says Arbed, very quickly. Bang, done. He's very against the idea of therapy. Yeah. Duncan said nobody said you did. I just think you would benefit you, and incidentally me, to get to the real meaning of this. <laughs> <laughs> not even trying to hide oh, I love it. it. No, I give him points for not hiding it. Yeah. Like, he's just coming Absolutely. straight at me like, this is publishable. I can make something out of this. This is different. I've never, I've, I've read some textbooks and this I haven't seen. You know what I mean? That's what he's thinking. Yeah. He's like, I can publish yeah, that's this. That's right. This is really going somewhere. I bet. Yeah. Uh, I bet says that you're right. I need to find the meaning of Christmas. Uh, well, uh, if I can find the meaning of Christmas, everything will go back to normal. Jeff. Uh, Jeff throws an asterisk in there. <laughs> yeah, normal. What is normal for Abed? Correct. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Britta says, Abed, the dean says if you don't get help, they might kick you out of school. Abed says, Why would I want to be in a school that hates Christmas? And, I'll uh, have you know, your school doesn't hate every anything, but you are legally within your constitutional rights to hate whatever you want. In our designated hating zones that they probably have. I hope not. They have worship zones actually, and hating zones. Actually, aren't we bringing that in over here with uh, ScoMo's yeah. new bill? No, we're not talking politics. Moving on. You can do that on. in America. That would be very popular. You could have hating zones. Hmm. Keep the Nazis away from everyone else. They, they, they do. They're called churches. He's got a point, though. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Kidding. How did I come up with that and not you? Um, I know. I'm yeah, disappointed Jeff, in myself. Jeff, uh, Jeff said he's got a point. Kidding. As uh, as Arbed's already left. <laughs> Just up and walks out. <laughs> in, the, uh, in the next scene, Arbed is uh, outside building a snowman. Abed's uh, saying, sad, quick Christmas song. Sad, quick Christmas snowman. Tragic day gone wrong. Sad, quick Christmas song. I oh, like so this where instead yeah. of like having a song, they just point out the trope of like, this would be yeah. where you would have a sad Christmas song. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is very nice, isn't it? Very, it's very Arbed too, like pointing out the plot points of, you know, this yeah. would normally be where someone yeah. would be montaging a sad little song about how what is me Christmas, and they just instead of doing that, they just point it out. Yeah, Arbed says, I don't suppose you know the meaning of Christmas, lonely snowman. 
Uh, Chang replies, apparently it means getting fondled by a singing mental case. <laughs> Poor Chang. Chang's just standing there and our bed comes up and starts feeling him up. Taking him into a snowman in his head. If you're watching this in real life, yeah, I'd, I'd, love, to, I'd love to see this episode done in like actual what's name as well and just watch them side by side. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You know, just, so just jumping across the Chang. cars and then, yeah. Abed's uh, quite surprised that his snowman is alive. And uh, Chang replies, I'm not a snowman, I'm Chang. What the hell's wrong with you today? <laughs> Abed, uh, Abed says, I thought I made you. <laughs> Chang says, yeah, you made me need to cry in the shower tonight. Well, firstly, I mean, I assumed Chang was going to do that anyway, just because, you know, for oh. being Chang. Oh. Oh, Even I think that's harsh. Don't give me that. Come on, he's Chang. Yep, yeah, maybe if people keep stealing his stuff down the Y. <laughs> He's gonna cry in the Y shower later. And they're gonna yeah, steal his it's, it's, it's a it's a text from Britta. She says the meaning of Christmas is in the study room. So uh so Abed Abed heads off to the study room and leaves Chang alone. And Chang's like, Hey, now that you started it, how about ten more seconds on that third button, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, for me one. that's the line of the episode <laughs> that, that was a good one though. I did enjoy that <laughs> then we uh, we head to the uh, the claymation uh, study room this time which uh, which looks fantastic um, one thing really I'll point does. out that I, I didn't mention before like obviously the claymation Duncan's office but I love that they they nailed all the bits in his office all the artwork yep. and stuff that's normally on it the couch that's yep. there his desk perfect mm-hmm. same here the study room flawless yeah they they did a great job with the whole thing Re- recreating it all yeah so, and even, uh, I mean, we come up to it later, but in the background, when people pop in and out of the different scenes of Arbed's delusion or hallucination, you see the backgrounding parts of them in the study room, and it's all there behind them as well. Yes, yeah. When when um when Duncan pops in and out, and when like yeah. a door opens or something, yeah, and yeah. a character enters or leaves, yeah, they all are. Uh, yeah, yeah. You it, can it see the, the background actual... of the study room. It's great. Yeah. So, uh, Abed says, you lied to lure me into a group therapy session. As uh, all the gang is in their regular seats, but Duncan is in Abed's, Abed's chair. Pierce, uh, Pierce yells, surprise. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff quickly turns to Pierce and said, you promise not to do that. Surprise. <laughs> he says again. I like that little interaction. Um, That's good. Abed says, not cool. Duncan's like, ah, hold on, Abed. I'm not just a psych professor. I'm also a Christmas wizard. Abed, uh, Abed says, are you? Are you are? Really, uh, really quite perplexed. Duncan reassures him and says, I am. And I can helpfully find the meaning of Christmas. Right, guys? Uh, Shirley, Annie and Pierce all agree. Jeff, uh, Jeff points out that this feels safe. Duncan says, shut up, Winger. What do you think? Abed, <laughs> I kind of I, I I thought that was clever. Um, Duncan sort of leaning into the whole delusion and trying to work with it. Yeah, yeah, but surely they must have come up with like a better like. They clearly had no plan. No, no, no. They were just going to lure him in there, and then they figured they were just going to see what happens, which is not a very good way to do an intervention. 
that's no way to perform therapy. No. Like, I, I haven't been to therapy, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> yes. Abed, uh, Abed says, well, Christmas wizard. Hmm. I guess I can see that. So, uh, Duncan transforms into a Christmas wizard that looks a lot like Pierce's levels, uh, level 6 Lotus, Lotus costume, but with trees. <laughs> Anyone else pick up on that? <laughs> no, I didn't, but now I think nah. back on it. I, you're right. Yes, it does. Duncan, uh, Duncan says, have a seat then. Nothing to be afraid of. All your friends are here. They just want to help. Pierce, uh, Pierce points out that he's here for the cookies. <laughs> this is the uh, the first time that we hear that line, but uh, not going to be the last. No. I bet, uh, I bet so, so what do we do? Well, with your permission, I'd like to put you in a state of Christmas gnosis and take you on, on a magical journey to Winter Wonderland, immediately replies Arbet. <laughs> He's like, sure, your own personal Winter Wonderland. Come on, everyone. You know how magic Christmas journeys work. <laughs> like, yep. it's like we've all got to be Jeff, involved uh, in this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everyone, everyone's like, sure, whatever. Jeff, uh, Jeff says, you really are playing with so much fire. Duncan's like, shut up, winger. Yeah. Hands on the table, everyone. Eyes closed. <laughs> Heads relaxing. Necks relaxing. Troy, uh, Troy tells uh, Pierce not to relax any lower. Pierce, now, Pierce what says, was the joke you. here? Was that he would, if he relaxed him any lower, he would die? I'd assume so, or he'd go to sleep. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought like either he would, it was going to be like a joke where he would relax so much he would fart or something. Or that, Maybe. yeah, if he relaxed him any lower, he would die. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought die, but uh, yeah. Uh, We've had says, that uh, sort of joke before, I think, where Troy theorizes that that Arved might, uh, that Pierce might die because you know he's old. Arved, uh, Duncan tells Arved, sorry to to focus on the sound of my voice. Let yourself relax. With uh, with each breath, you will feel. With each breath. You'll feel... It's beginning. All right, then. The table's moving. Shaking like a rocket about to take off. <laughs> now it's leaving the floor as the ball and ceiling fly away. We're in outer Christmas space. There's Planet Holly. <laughs> and Planet Jolly. Oh, and what's that up ahead? Oh, it's Planet Abed. Yeah, we're actually descending on a planet Abed now. <laughs> it's the most Christmassy planet in the universe. Its atmosphere is 7% cinnamon. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> We're here, Winter Wonderland. See how sparkly? What are you crazy? All I see is a study. Ooh, sparkly Wonderland. You might notice that during our journey, you've transformed into Christmas versions of yourselves. Jeff in the box. Uh huh. Troy Soldier. Cool. Do I have a gun? You have a drum. Cool. Britta, you're Britta Bot. Uh. Just go with it. Bleep bloop. Teddy Pierce. Bleep bloop for me too. Ballerani. Baby doll Shirley. Baby what? What the hell? Well, <laughs> we are making fabulous and unexpectedly intense progress. So, uh, everyone is uh is in winter winter wonderland in uh in our beds world. Tyke said, uh, "Now I'd like to first. I'd like to discuss. Uh, first, I'd like to visit." The Cave of Frozen Memories. Frozen... No, the Cave of Frozen Memories. He says it specifically that way yeah. every fucking time. <laughs> I bet it's like, pass. Let's head for the North Pole. The meaning of Christmas will be there. 
Duncan's like, yeah, well, uh, sure. Cheers. I, actually, I think I know a shortcut to the North Pole. Through the cave of frozen memories. Fine. <laughs> I guess we can taste gum, cake, take Gumdrop Road through Carroll Canyon. Stop at the cave. I wouldn't really call it a shortcut, but you got us here, so I'll throw your bone. <laughs> like garbage uh, completely takes it over. Yeah. It is his psychotic delusion, I suppose. Yeah. So, uh, then I believe uh, our bed sings uh, come with me, walk with me, see what we can find, accompany me on a journey with me through a winter wonderland in my mind. <laughs> Abed says, uh, let's move, folks. This isn't going to be fun, safe, or easy. Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff jumps twice with a boing sound, looks at Duncan. And uh, Duncan just looks at him and says, shut up, winger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked Jeff in the box. I thought that, that was one of my favorites of all the characters. Jeff in the yeah. box was pretty good. Me. Yeah, it was good. So they uh they all follow uh they all follow Arby except for Duncan who slides out a portal as they uh they start walking up a path with they uh that they that they all started on when they came in. Stay between the gumdrops. That's right. Abed uh, says for warning guys, a journey through Winter Wonderland tends to test your commitment to Christmas. So when I when I say test, I mean Wonka style. I'm talking dark. My advice: stay honest, stay alert, and forget. The love of God, stay between the gumdrops. Duncan <laughs> zaps back into the portal and uh, says, Look up there, Arbed. I think I can see the cave of frozen memories. So, the cave of frozen memories. That's correct. That's how it is. A great place, Arbed says. That's actually the cave of frozen peas. It's a common mistake. Don't worry, Christmas <laughs> wizard. I got this. Cave of frozen peas. <laughs> Who keeps frozen peas in their, in their mind palace? Well, maybe Arbed really likes frozen peas. Yeah, maybe. But uh, it's a weird <laughs> one to uh, to be fantasizing about. It is a smidge, but we all know Arbed's a little ob, so yeah. we just roll with it. Yeah, Duncan says terrific as he then zaps back out of the portal. <laughs> I love that he's the one who comes and goes. Like He can just sort of not be fully immersed in this thing. Yeah, everyone else is always there, but Duncan just pops in and out all the time. Yeah. Julia says, Abed, did, did you say Chris, uh, my Christmas self was a baby? I'm sure you didn't say I was a Christmas angel. I think that's what you said, yeah. right? Because you respect me too much to imagine me as a baby. <laughs> Brenda says, jeez, uh, <laughs> maybe if you cry enough, he'll change you. I thought that was a nice little joke. I, I like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shirley says, oh... You do know why he said you were a robot, right? Because I'm progressive and kick-ass, suggests, uh, suggests Britta. She no. says, how about heartless and godless? <laughs> Immediately onto the godless. Immediately. Yeah. I'll give, her, says, the, I'll give her the stiff and, and inflexible, maybe. But yeah, yeah, the other one was a little bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, I think he just gave us random identity, you guys. I mean, me, a ballerina. It's not like I'm that thin and grateful, right? <laughs> Britta, Britta points out to Annie it's because you're tight, you're fragile and tightly wound Annie, uh, yeah that's more likely <laughs> yeah as the uh, 
yeah, as a key and the back unwinds in her back, yeah. in Annie's back. I thought that was really, really funny. See, now, I liked all these characters, but they never really, unless I missed, explain Jeff in the Box and why he's Jeff in the Box. Did anyone pick he's... it up or did I completely miss it? Is it just... Oh, I think it's just because Jeff's too busy just being in his box. Like Jeff's too busy just, just being Jeff and being just, sarcastic and unfunny. But okay, like could it, be. Or because I he's, I a, thought maybe because he's just like a, you know, like a head face kind of thing. Like that's all there is to him. Maybe I thought. Yeah. No, I thought it was more just uh, you know, it's a bit disappointing when you open a a jack in a box and that's what you're left with. Something along those lines. All that build jack, up, all you that could build up. Explain. Oh, I don't send a jack into boxes. <laughs> Moving along. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting that look from Brad. It's uh, fun to see how how hard we can try to break Brad. It is it is fun times. Unt- until he cracks his shits and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I have a feeling one day he's just going to storm out on us. <laughs> it's just going to be like, fuck it. Then just leave. <laughs> I'm sick of dealing with the kids. Why do I do this shit every week? <laughs> Looking for a vacancy. New uh, new co-host. Uh, Abed says, ladies, uh, cut, the, cut the non-thematic chatter. Keep your eyes on the prize. We're looking for the meaning of Christmas. Yes. Shirley, Shirley points out that, uh, you know what, Abed? I happen to know the meaning of Christmas, and I'm pretty sure there's only yeah, I'm the only one here that does. So I would appreciate <sighs> a certain level. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> so I would appreciate a certain level of uh, respect, even if I am a guest in your make-believe therapy wonderland. Dagger says, "All right, I, uh, I'm freezing Shirley with my wand." I love that straight away. Because <laughs> as soon as I'm she mentions the therapy crap. wonderland. He just zaps yeah. immediately back in. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, cause Arbed questions it. He says, therapy? So we... Uh, yes, we, don't, yeah, like, so we, we can't break the... We can't break the... Uh, illusion. Illusion. That's, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. So, yeah. So, he freezes Shirley with his wand. And he's ejecting her from planet Arbed with a remote control Christmas pterodactyl. <laughs> Troy, uh, Troy likes this option. Pierce is like, I now did we're like talking. the Christmas pterodactyl. I, I yeah, so did I. Like yeah. I'm thinking about putting one on our tree this year. I don't know what the worst <laughs> nice. say to that one. I reckon uh, Dennis could make you one. Whoa. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> Duncan, uh, Duncan says the point of uh, the point of being, if you're not interested in helping our bed, there's no reason to be here. Pierce, uh, Pierce points Good out point. again, cookies. He still eat <laughs> his like cookies. That. I do like that as a running gag. Pierce throws in for the cookies. Yeah. Swaddled in her diaper, high upon her throne, the queen of Christmas babies thought that Christmas was her own. That's wonderful. Let's get back to the magic journey and wrap up. Some of us have women to sleep with. You guys hear that? Humbugs? Yeah, whole swarm. See? Everyone stay perfectly sincere. Humbugs are attracted to sarcasm. 
Wow. Somewhere <laughs> out there, Tim Burton could. just got a boner. Jeff, don't be sarcastic. <laughs> oh, are they mean now? Oh, no. That's Damn not sarcastic. If only he could find the power <laughs> to not don't be sarcasm when it's the church. Uh, no, I can't do. I'm just a horrible guy. Guess I'll have to go get laid. <laughs> Is he bones fall over? Bitter, shallow hipster, sweater, matching socks. Christmas needs more presents than a haircut in a box. Annie, nice. Get what I did with the word presents? <laughs> it was a good one. It was good. I thought I give it full credit for that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so we've lost two. Two down. Rather quickly. Um, yeah, yes. I, I do like the songs, to be honest. I do yeah, too. It's very, are, um, it's very um, Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. As uh, as he suggested that it was fairly Wonkerish. Yes. So I bet uh, I bet points out that uh, this is Carol Canyon instead of Oxygen. Plants produce Christmas songs. <laughs> PSR Piers points out that it'll it'll cost a lot to walk through here. No, 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 it's public domain, <laughs> which is what I we like. talked about last week. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that. I, I laughed when that popped up because especially because we talked about it last week. Yeah, but it says you guys know that Jesus was born in the middle of April, right? The church moved his birthday to December so they could steal the solstice from the pagans. Pagans, that's right. Winter solstice. Troy says uh, seasons greetings from Britta Perry. I mean, like, maybe you could sing a song about it, Britta. But he says, I don't sing. And if I did, it wouldn't be Christmas songs. I guess that means if you're going to have me ejected from Winter Wonderland for not loving Christmas, uh, for not loving Christmas enough, Abed says, uh, nope, not for that. Now, let's get to the Cave of Frozen Memories. He doesn't say it like that, but I just want to continue saying it like that. And I, I love the uh, the little line from Arbed there at the start. The the nope, not for that. But we can come back that to that. Like, yeah. Uh, now they are in the cave of frozen memories. Man, <laughs> it is cave-like in here. What do you mean cave-like? What would you be afraid of? <laughs> the cave of frozen memories is a safe place where we can observe suppressed experiences without being affected by them. Can you show me how to do it? Sure. Here, I, I'm focusing on a part of the cave and I'm seeing my 10th Christmas. All right? Now you try with this morning. I can't see your 10th Christmas. How do you even know that's you? Well, it's my house on 52nd Street in Islington. What room are you in? What color are the walls? Our living room. Cream-colored plaster. There's an oil painting of a forest above the sofa. I'm reading Paddington books. Mom got me Paddington every year. Where's your dad? It's Christmas, Professor. Where's your dad? I don't know! We never know! Mom won't stop crying! I'm going to America with Grandma! <laughs> I love that... I love that Ahmed can break the psychologist. He is good. We lost our wizard. We don't need him. Never did. And nobody needs this cave. Initiate self-destruct. Self-destruct initiated. This slide goes directly to Pine Tree Station. We can catch a train to the North Pole from there. The wizard didn't bring us here to find the meaning of Christmas. And I can't have anyone going beyond this point that's on his side. 
Yeah, so he, he <laughs> Arbed breaks Duncan twice. Yes. First the Duncan principle, yes. now this. Yep. Yeah. He didn't even have to try that hard, to be honest. <laughs> nah, he obviously he, he hit a he hit a sore spot very quickly. Yeah. But uh Troy says, with you to the end, man, always. As he uh he takes a slide and they do their they do their clapping claymation, which is cool. I always love those two together. They just pierce up. Hundred percent, right or die. That's it. PSR Pierce says, like I said, I came for the cookies, so uh, there's still cookies left. So he takes a slide. <laughs> Pierce is easily bought. <laughs> yeah, Arbed says, uh, I'm not objecting you for not liking Christmas music, Britta. I'm objecting you from lying and tricking me, trying to trick me into therapy. Arbed, Arbed says, Arbed, they will kick you out of school. I was trying to save you. As uh, Abed starts to sing again. Britta bot. Pro- I can't remember how this one goes. Britta bot program <laughs> badly. Wires with fraying ends. Functioning mad and sadly. No faith in herself or friends. I can't remember the melody to that one. Yeah. But I know it's slightly different from the other ones. And uh, yes, yeah, so... Uh, Poor Britta gets thrown under that one, and Zabed says, "Bride Britta, as she, uh, as he goes down the uh, down the slide." Mm-hmm. Then uh... Britta sort of trust trudges off in further into the cave, knowing that it's sort of going to fall down around her. Yeah, as he's already put in the uh, the self destruct code, so yep. they are. Uh... And now in the train, as the uh, mountain cave crumbles behind them, in the I like as... that in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. Troy points out that that got a like a real in that uh, in the memory cave. It's like I know, right? <laughs> Pierce says, uh, "Speaking of real, this has been great, but the cookies are all gone, and I have to take a giant leak." <laughs> so he uh, he leaves out through one of the uh, carriage doors. Yes. Carriage doors, yep. And that was a uh, another moment where the uh, the door opens and you get that hint of reality, and then closes yeah. the. Back to the inside it. the carriage. Up it says, uh, we should be at the North Pole at about 9pm Eastern Candy Time. You guys see the countryside? <laughs> There's the Menorah Mountains. Menorah again. Aww. And Jehovah's Witness Bay, which is a nice ice bay sitting there. Yeah. Troy's like, yeah, thanks for adding that, man. I just love that <laughs> little moment between them. <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. That little acknowledgement between the two of them. So uh, and he says this is uh this is nicer than all the Christmases I ever celebrated. Troy points out, but you're Jewish. And he says, uh, on Mum's side, but Dad was Episcopalian, and before the divorce, the holidays were a minefield of overlapping rituals. <laughs> Abed likes rituals. His parents were divorced too. Abed's mum's Polish. She loves Christmas. Every year she visits on the same day. Excuse me. December 9th. And every year we sit and watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer together every year. Troy points out that today is December 9th. It's the last day of dun, classes. Dun, dun. Arbet says, yeah, that can't be right. She comes every year. Today must be December 8th. She comes every year. Okay, Arbet, time to stop the train. After you emasculated me in the ice caves, I went to your dorm room. 
I know what happened now. It doesn't matter. I just need to get to the North Pole. Abed, there is no North Pole. We're in the library study room, and I'm not a Christmas wizard. I know. You're a Christmas warlock. You're trying to destroy <laughs> Christmas because you blame your sadness Chinese on it. Clothes. I'm crawling out the window. No, you're not. Snap out of it. Whoa, whoa. No, you're not. Are you therapy? Michael Jackson's dead? I am a professional. <laughs> you are tampering with a highly delicate book deal. I'm a human being. Oh, now we're losing it. I'm on the roof of the train. Oh, great. Well, I'm teleporting there. Because I can do that. Because I'm I a wizard. I'm a wizard. Oh, there is no train. This is not real. I can't hear you. I'm going to the front car. You're very clever, but it stops here. There's no more <laughs> journey. It's just you against reality. And reality always wins. Okay. What? Oh, give me a break! Do you know what you're doing? We're learning to teleport, and we're helping our friend find the meaning of Christmas. Hey, you're actually grabbing me in real life, delinquent. Look, keep him away, Arden. Stop! Find the meaning of Christmas. At the very least, take notes. The very least, take notes. I like that. Yeah, I like that little uh, that little uh, bit. Good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I do want to note, because I didn't say it, um, a few episodes ago with the, um, uh, our, our bot episode or the, what was it? The Robo Robo cop. Yes. Robo cop. Uh, um, they've been bad robots. Yeah. It, what we discussed there wasn't ru ruining it for Matt. All that, all it said was, um, uh, Invite mum for invite Christmas. Invite mum for Christmas, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, and then it builds onto this that she come it's a it's a running tradition and Yeah. All of that, yeah. But I did I did think that when I when he said about she comes every year and I went, Oh, that's it, that was the invite mum for Christmas thing. Yes, yeah. yes. Because he just wants to hang out with his mum and watch Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, that's yes. Maybe a little, you know, maybe why we are where we are. Yeah. So our bed's inside the uh, the front car now, obviously on its own. He walks towards the controls and sets it from aloof to Bjork. Uh, I, like I might <laughs> I might note it skips over detached and distant, which I thought was quite funny. It goes straight to the blend of the spectrum. <laughs> Pierce uh, Pierce enters the uh, the carriage again. Another sliding moment with the uh, outside Toilet world flashing in the background. Yeah, Pierce is like, oof. All right, where are we? Christmas train. I didn't want to go home. It's depressing this there this time of year. What are we looking at? Oh, which I thought was nice. Pierce comes back and actually has a has a genuine moment, which is cool. Yeah, you don't see it a lot. Teddy Pierce. Yeah, and I and I might note that uh, poor uh, poor Annie and Troy didn't get a song. No, they didn't. They just well, I guess because maybe they saved they the day a little bit. But... They weren't. Yeah, they probably mm. could have got at least a limerick or something. Yeah, I would have thought they would have got. They should have got something like they. They helped. Oh, yeah, so. you're right. But uh, yeah, they uh, they now turn up into into Santa's workshop, and uh, Pierce says, "Ah, oh, so this is so the meaning of Christmas, right? You see it? Well, uh, it c can't just be anywhere, like." There, there's just one thing lying on the floor, and it's a, like uh, that, and then suddenly it just appears. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, good job, Pierce! It's the first season of Lost on DVD." P 
He's like, that, that's, that's the meaning of Christmas? No, it's a metaphor. It represents a lack of payoff. So, so good. true. Uh, that one went over my head. I never watched Lost, but... No, I never watched Lost either, but I understand the... Uh, I think I watched a, maybe a season or two. Oh, but yeah. uh, I, I do understand that joke, that it's uh, a yeah. real lack of payoff at the end. Damn. Yes. No spoilers, but it's a big lack of payoff. Duncan says, uh, correct, as he uh, he pops in again. Thinking there was something you could do to save Christmas. Turning yourself into an animated character in search of holidays' meanings. These were mechanisms you used to escape this. This Christmas card, left where you dropped it, was on the floor of your dorm. Cute Christmas card with a doggo on the front of it with a Santa hat. Yeah. I'll bet I can't make it to Christmas this year. I have a new family now. You'll meet them one day. You're a man now. Take care of what dad was your duper. <laughs> Mummy's moved on. New family, new life. There's nothing left to do now but heal and share the experience with as many reputable journalists as possible. <laughs> a journal, sorry. As possible. Uh, what's a duper? I believe... Is like a doona? No, I believe it is your backside. Oh. I remember uh, hearing this from someone somewhere. Um, yes, it is. Yes, I remember it's... hearing it. It's, it's your oh. butt. Did, did, he, did he have a problem with washing his butt in the past? Oh, the fact that his mum and... needs to remind him about it at the end of the letter? <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just one of those like sayings in Polish that's just... Yeah, like okay. you know, just just thinking. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's it's an odd one, but I like like you know just in the way way um Duncan says it in that like nice tone of how he's reading the letter, and in that it's that line of "wash your duper." Like it's just something yeah. I, I thought was funny about the line. Yeah, Pierce. Uh, Pierce says, "Great, look what you did to the kid." As uh, our bet is now frozen. <laughs> What's your article going to be called? Worst shrink ever? Duncan says, hey, this is not my fault. This is what Christmas does to people. We put way too much meaning into it and it lets us down. Jeff says, we beg to differ. As uh, as he's back with everyone else. Duncan says, Troy, what are you doing back here? Troy points out, saving Christmas. <laughs> and he says, everyone, point your magical Christmas weapons at him as they've all got some form of... I love guns the different and all Christmas sorts of weapons. stuff. There was like candy cane guns and and cookie guns and different things yeah. like that. It was very it's all, cool. all very Christmas related. Yeah. Duncan says, "Oh, brother, this is ridiculous. You're enabling a delusion." Jeff <laughs> says, "The delusion you're trying to cure is called Christmas, Duncan." Any uh, any points out to this crazy this crazy notion that the longest, coldest, darkest nights can be the warmest and brightest? But it's like, yeah, when we all agree to support each other uh, in that insanity, sometimes even crazier happens. And he's like, yeah, it becomes true. Works every year like clockwork. Duncan (laughs) says, try telling that to your catatonic friend. But uh, Shirley's got a better idea. I got a better idea. Why don't we sing it? 
Wait, what? Yeah, let's sing. <laughs> Will you two commit to something for a change? Let's sing it. Yeah, let's sing. <laughs> Can we sing while we blow Duncan away? Absolutely. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> you start, Britta. Mmm, Christmas time is a time to sing. That's what Christmas is for. Christmas can even be a Hanukkah thing. That's what Christmas is for. And for a huge percentage of his God-fearing planet is about the birth of Jesus Christ. Uh, for the rest of us, it's still a good time to remember that it's good to be nice. Music and cookies and liquor and trees, that's what Christmas is for. Video Amen. games for two Ow. straight weeks. That's Ow. what Christmas is for. Amen. out with the people you love. Saying I love you. That's what Christmas is. My man is that thing. I enjoyed seeing Christmas Pterodactyl come back. So yeah, good. But then it got blown up. Yeah, I know, but it's self-destructing. It did. I did also like the little, you know, just for us here in Australia, obviously they talk about being the longest, coldest nights. Where it's you know, obviously they're completely opposite for us here. Yeah, they that's are right. Yeah, the southern hemisphere, like the middle of summer. That's beautiful. <laughs> we have this awesome juxtaposition of Christmas in Australia, where we still sort of celebrate a lot of the same stuff, you know, like the snow and all that. But it's like extremely hot at night. You're sweating your balls off instead of, instead of it being this like cold December Christmas, like you see in all the movies and, and TV shows. Oh, talk for yourself. We sleep with the air conditioner on, so. <laughs> Snowing in Brad's house. Yeah, exactly. Right, would Would you guys, what do you guys think? Would you rather have an Aussie Christmas, like in summer, or have that really cosy, wintry Christmas? I think I'd enjoy that winter-style Christmas, especially with the kind of, you know, the Christmas food. Like, I know we do Christmas food a little different in Australia, but... I do like you know roasts and that kind of kind of stuff. So I'd like I'd like to do that kind of cold you know wintry Christmas. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, but would you want to do it like leave and do it forever? Like that was it? Yeah, I reckon I could. Oh, interesting. I reckon I could. I'd enjoy it. I like that. I, I'm very much a very big fan of Christmas. I enjoy the whole you know all the whole sort of spirit of christmas and all that and i've often thought have that you I'd converted like to, to jeebus a part of that i have not no so the whole I, the, I, you, know, you go to mass the... on christmas and no i'm more in it? the whole i'm more in the whole pierce cookies and trees and liquor and things that's what christmas is for yeah. <laughs> you, you'd also lose out on the um cricket over christmas as well uh, that. You theoretically, you could still watch it. No, theoretically, you, you still could watch still watch football it. And stuff It'll just like be Christmas football. Day. Yeah. Plus, the NBA is on Christmas Day in America, so you get the box. It's Boxing Day here. You could get. It could just be on Christmas Day instead of I'd be, you know, warm in my house in front of a heater and watching the test. It'd be brilliant. Can I just say, right. I, I I love Australian Christmas. I just I do I enjoy love, it too. I, I love summer. I love just like obviously yeah, over here, 
for our American friends. Barbecues. It's all seafood. It's you yeah. know we still do a little bit of roast and Christmas ham and Christmas pudding and and some of those sort of traditions, but it's barbecues and hanging out. It's with outside your mates. Christmas. But the you, other best thing about Christmas for us is that it's summer and it's just our summer holidays. So like, because yeah. obviously over there they get Christmas, New Year, and then it's all back to work straight away or school yeah. or whatever. Yeah, because they here, take the summer off, I believe, don't they? Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's their big holiday yeah. as, it, as it is here because, you know, summer's the best time to get away and do stuff. So yeah. to for us, that's the kickstart of our whole holidays. Yeah. Yeah, you knock off usually like Christmas Eve or just a little bit before. And then if you have a normal job, not like mine, where you work through Christmas, you get a few weeks yeah. off. But even like, you know, yeah. and I'm sure, you, you know, not to put words in your mouth, but you guys will have some form of Christmas barbecue or break up or yeah, something yeah, yeah. generally. We'll do, we'll do all the Christmas stuff, Christmas lunch and all that. Yeah, which it's is fun. like, you know, our work has a Christmas break up, I think, on the... On, on the 10th on a Friday night where work takes us out and we'll, you know, we'll have a good time and like, you know, so all that leading up is, you know, it's just such a good time for, and because the weather's nice again, like at the moment, the weather's sort of iffy because we're coming out of spring, but then mm. you hit that summer and it's just, you know, yeah, it's really it's, good, isn't it? It's going out weather. So, but yeah, that's a personal 100%. thing. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I do love Australian Christmas. I mean, obviously, I only know Australian Christmas, but I do love Australian Christmas. Plus, it also uh, means Boxing Day, which is my holy day. Because Letterkenny comes out? Yes, that too. I saw that, the new the new uh, new preview for the new season of, of Letterkenny being uh, Boxing Day in Australia. Yeah. For those that don't know, uh, Boxing Day here, we uh, the cricket starts. It's always at Melbourne at the the MCG, which is they are the best cricketing oval in the world, and uh, yep. yeah, it's just a big day where like that packs out hundred thousand people every year, yep. and it's uh, there's just something magical about it. Just the, it is my the, first, holy day. the first ball being bowled, and yep, um, yeah, it's really leftover getting Christmas the, the ham, leftover Christmas ham, beers from ten o'clock, leftover roasts, coached on the couch with the air conditioning on. Oh. Now you're speaking that's, my that's language. My, that's my holy day right there. Ugh. Brad, what do you reckon? Winter or summer? Uh, I probably have to lean winter. I yeah, I I wasn't over in the States for uh, Christmas. I missed it by a day. So I actually arrived in... Where was it? Um, no, I was actually in Toronto on Boxing Day. Anyway... Um, it was yeah, just having that that cool Christmas was was such an awesome feeling, and also into New Year's as well. It was just nice to be cool instead of you know a, a million degrees and not able to leave the house for fear of getting becoming a sizzle steak. <laughs> Fair enough. So when uh, when Brad was walking around in his thongs on Christmas, it uh, it meant something completely different. It did. It did. When he when he told everyone, is he okay to wear his uh, wear his thongs to Christmas dinner? They were like, "So fucking what when?" They thought it was weird that he wore more than one at a time. Well, but you, I'm gonna well, that alone. when you're like me, you need the extra support. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, well let's let's, uh, let's finish the episode off. <laughs> on, uh, on, on, and, uh, on your feet, right? <laughs> Again, for American listeners in Australia, thongs are flip flops. So yes, yes they are. But uh, Arbet says, I get it. The meaning of Christmas is the idea that Christmas has meaning. And it can mean whatever you, we want. For me, it used to mean being with my mum. Now it means being with you guys. Thanks, Lost. As you glanced down the DVD. <laughs> I, like you still got I the did thing. like that glance at the DVD of Lost. Thanks, Lost. <laughs> you helped in this scenario. Yeah. He says, oh, well, I feel so much better. I guess we don't need to be stop motion anymore. But it says, why don't we just keep doing it for the rest of Christmas? It just feels so right. Yeah, the Dean is drinking with Duncan now. And he says, uh, <laughs> you ever get the urge to just Merry Christmas? Ah, there I said it, says uh, says the Dean. Then we get uh, <laughs> the group is uh, is seeing the end of a TV as it, uh, as it gets shut off. They're all sitting around. And it uh, fades to black, and we see the reflection in the reflection of the the TV. We actually see the the proper cast, not the stop live motion action anymore. cast. The yeah, I thought that was quite cool. Around. I enjoyed that at the end, actually. Nice little, uh, nice little nudge. Yeah, very nice. Then, uh, then we get the post credits clip. Uh oh, we're stop motion again. Oh, don't worry, man. I did this. You did? Yeah, it's cool. Huh. Why? Well, I always liked the way fake food looked on those animated shows. I mean, get a load of these things. They're really stepped up and <laughs> not visual deliciousness. I know what you mean. Look at that perfect bite. It's a little odd that I see this too, though, don't you think? Yeah. We're weird that way. I'll say. <laughs> ah, that's better. So weird. Troy and Abed in stop motion. No, stop motion. <laughs> Love it. That was Love great. It. What do you reckon, boys? First thoughts, episode as a whole, Bradford. I yeah, I really much, very much enjoy this, and it it's right from the start with the um with the theme, uh, with the opening credits and the Christmas theme. It's my probably my favorite um, opening credits theme after the obviously regular regular credits. Um, it's just it's just such a good episode, and I like all the um playing on all, all the tropes of the um, Willy Wonka-esque type movies and then also playing on the characters' um, shortcomings and, you know, a little bit of um, meaning for Arbed and um, developing, you know, learning what that Christmas can be more than just um, what it was. It, it can change. So, yeah, really, really good one. And, um, yeah. I'm very happy to come back and watch this one over and over because it's just just fun. Matt, uh, a bit of a different Christmas episode this season compared to last. Yeah, yeah, definitely different. Like I said, when I saw the the premise of it in the stop motion, I went, "Okay, this is either going to be really good or really shit," and it was really good. I um I quite liked it. Like I enjoy a Christmas episode of just about anything um, for some reason, even though again most of them are American and they're so foreign to what Christmas is for us, but um, yeah, I just enjoy a Christmas episode. And there was something about this that did remind me of like old, you know, you'd wake up on Christmas morning and you'd do presents and stuff. And then these would be the cartoon, look like how the cartoons would look that were on TV. Yeah. You know, so there was something sort of nostalgic about that I really enjoyed. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, look, I really enjoy it as well. I thought it was a, it was a much better... I, I like that they sort of nod towards last seasons, how it was very one-way, whereas this is a lot more open and... Uh, um, less uh, less Christian-y, more, you know, open to all religions and do what you want and a little more PC, really, almost, uh, at parts until, you know, you get the end of, you know, they're not, not trying to um, step on eggshells as much this year, I feel. I feel they, uh, yeah. they kind of really kept to their point. So... And I like um, that, as Brad said, that little realisation at the end of, like, Christmas can be whatever you want it to be kind of thing, you know, like this holiday of... It used to be this for me, and now it's that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that transition into yeah, it's like and and like we were discussing before, Christmas is Christmas, and you know obviously it's a it's a generally a good feeling for everyone. It's a happy time of year. It doesn't matter if you're in Australia having barbecues, or you know, you're in the snow in Canada or the US, and you know, or the yeah. UK. Like it, yeah. Christmas can be whatever it is to you. It's just a time for you to be around your friends and family and enjoy yourself. Yep. So, yeah, it's a it's a really good message at the end of the day. Nice. Yeah, yeah. old white man says it's hilarious. I'm old white man says. No wonder he says everything I'm thinking. Shut up. The disco spider. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. Bastard. <laughs> Bastard. Um, very visual based episode uh, this week. I nearly went and 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 Brad nearly stepped on it there at the, the start of the episode of um, Cheng's line about the third button, and, and I nearly went with that, but I thought that was that was obviously very visual as well. So I, I left that one there because just it didn't really you know portray in a clip. But I found a, a very quick line, but I found one that I thought was very funny. Whoa, who taught you therapy? Michael Jackson's dad? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know why that tickled me so much, but that's a good little, it's a good little, again, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't, and you move on either way kind of thing. I thought it was a good little, <laughs> good little joke. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. And, and a little bit dark, but good. A little bit dark, dark, yeah. But because but, but it, it happens so quickly, if you don't... um. If, if you don't pick it up, you just you just glaze over it and move on. If you do, you chuckle or you, you think more about it, but it doesn't affect you too much either way. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Yo, 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 pop, pop. Easy, sugar bear. You're into me. I beg your unbelievable pardon. All right. Welcome to another pick of the week this week. As we will go through, we'll assign three, two, and one points to the study group and maybe a side character or two uh, and uh, see who was the pick of the season at the end of the year. But for this week, Jack, uh, drop us the drum roll. Uh, One point this week I'm giving to Troy. Two points this week I'm giving to Duncan and three points this week I'm giving to Arbed. Interesting. Lovely. Yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't any other way to go with the three points. I mean, it's an Arbed episode, isn't it? And we've yeah. all discussed he was multiple just times awesome. how good an Arbed uh, episode is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's just so good, so good and so committed and 
you know, he, he learned a lot and that and that was a, a good outcome for him. Yeah. You know. It it was it wasn't just um friends business or show business, it was from the heart. So Yeah. yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed Arbed. Uh I gave two points to Duncan because he was the foil this um, yeah this weekend because he was only interested in his own um own <laughs> getting published in a journal and and, yeah. yeah but he got but his own were, back because of the way Arbed broke him as well which i thought was cool yeah but it was it was, it was so funny and, yeah yeah he was and and having um like little quips with jeff all the way through like that was great and you know if the this the liquid's tackling me in real life <laughs> so, <laughs> that was good you're tackling me in real life you delinquent yeah, he was, was just so good, and uh, gave one point to Troy. It was really hard to split the rest. There's a couple of people who I wouldn't give any points to, but otherwise, it was hard to split the other um, characters. But I gave it to Troy because he's Arbed's boy. He was there all the way through, and um, yep. you know, right or die, really stepped up and helped him. So, yeah, he gets it just over Annie for the same reason, pretty much. Plus, I like little drama Troy as well yeah as a character i think it was good yeah it was cool so it was a really cool costume yeah yeah i like that do i have a gun no you have a drum (laughs) cool (laughs) um so now that we've gone through the picks of the week who is your red card yes this one was tough and i wanted to i I wanted to give it to so many people this week for various reasons. I wanted to give it to Shirley for the usual reasons, obviously. Um, I wanted to give it to Pierce for the usual Pierce reasons. Um, But ironically, in a different sort of way, you've given two points to Duncan. I've kind of given him my red card purely for his, um, you know, his selfishness. I mean, he's supposed to be a medical professional for fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't know how professional simply. he is. We know this already, but no, I Duncan know. Duncan. Like, he doesn't even outwardly hide the fact now that he's just like, oh, I could publish this and make money. Yeah, it's not a case of, oh, by the way, you get to the end of the whole situation and go, geez, that would be good to publish. No, From it's the, the first thing he thinks of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you no, guys feel I, like... I could see that. Sorry, Brad. Um, I was just going, I I, I can see it. Yeah. Do you guys feel that we get more out of, like, or just the the characters that they are? Troy and Arbed, when when they're a major character and and it's their storyline and they're learning the lesson, and we we generally feel better about it as a better episode. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think, um, I don't know if it's because you know they've been side characters, so when they get a like, they're not the you know it's it's a Jeff show. We know that, but like mm. I like when these other characters have started to come out and become more focused. Well, middle of the season, uh, where well, middle so far, episodes four to seven, where we basically averaged a four rating across all of us. Mm. Um, I gave them my pick of the weeks between like back and forth between the two of them for those four weeks. So probably holds true that where one of them does well, the other one's very much a central part of the episode. And we, we all seem to 
gravitate a lot towards it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And also just because, let's be honest, Troy and Arbet are funny, and if an episode's focused around them, it's going to be humorous. Mm. Simple, you know. But even this episode, like, there was there was a lot of humor, and it was quite a funny episode. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't Arbet being funny. No. No. No, no. But so, it was the yeah. things around, like, how it, it worked, and it was the little things that made it funny. The little offhand comments, the little bits and pieces in the background. Yeah, yeah, that was just just the thought I had. Yeah, makes sense to me. You know who else it made sense to? Say Hitler one more time, and I'm giving you a two. Meow, 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 beans. All right, the community community over at IMDb have given this one an eight point seven out of ten, or a four point. Oh, it's too late at night. Three five. <laughs> <laughs> Still out of five meow meow beans yes so um which is a bit higher than what what we've got we've gone for fours across the board here at the um greendale human podcasters so um yeah i, I think that's right, pretty though. fair reasonable yeah, yeah. we we, w- we wouldn't skip it we'd sit down and watch it but it, it it is you know it's one of those good episodes it's not one of those um ground breakers and especially for a themed episode it's it's one of the better ones which is interesting oh, yeah. because a lot of like and and Matt for your knowledge this episode divided a lot of people a lot of really? people loved it and a lot of people hated it so yeah, yeah, right. it's, yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting one with the community yeah well you guys did sort of say that like you weren't sure how i was going to take it and you know mm. and, and again like when i started i thought like i said i've said it twice now i thought this could be really good or really bad and you know it was really good yeah i really enjoy it yeah does uh anyone else have any uh any final thoughts because that more or less wraps up our uh our critique about this episode it anything does. else you guys want to add um, just my usual um, thanks for coming along again this week and don't forget to come back next week for Asian population studies. Oh, I so, don't yes. like where it's going by the sound of it. Any guesses? I'm assuming it's Chang heavy. Probably. <laughs> so I don't know if I like it, but I will watch it, you know. One episode at a time, as I continue to do. Uh, I, I won't. I won't spoil things. But if you if you look backwards to around the same point last season, and you see what type of episode they had around the same point, you will get an indication of what this episode is going to be like. No, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Maybe I'll just watch it. So you need a refresh. I do. I don't keep these things in my head enough. Episode twelve, last uh, last season, was uh, was actually the Christmas episode, but then uh, okay. the the next one, which is what I believe that uh, you're uh, you're alluding to there, Brad, was the investigative journalism. Where uh, that was the one with uh, Jack Black in it, trying oh. to join the study group. So it's uh, it's right. after. It's another after uh, after the holidays. 
which is yep. cool. So they, they've kind of yep. moved on from there. And then it's, yeah, it's uh, Jack Black trying to join the study group. Yes. Ooh, okay. So it's so, going to be MASH-related again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with the MASH episode. I, I think I, th- I think you're going to find it's going to be a, a bit of a plot-heavy um, okay. episode. Wow, that's that's pretty much pretty much what I was getting at with the with the around this time they're like oh yeah by the way we have a we've had our light, plot yeah we've had our light Christmas episode let's get back to the story yeah yes. that's it we we have the, the whole lead into Christmas the lead into all the fun and then it's uh yeah the, the second half right, we are telling our, a story here <laughs> yeah that's right well back to the action again so fair enough look forward to it but yeah we are. Uh, we have been and will continue to be Greendale Human Podcasters. We'd like to thank you all for listening. And uh, yes. we will be with you again next week. Well, Jackson Jills, that's about all the time we have tonight. Yeah, until next time, may your dreams be sweet and your nightmares be spooky, monster scary, and not grandma died scary. Troy and I bed in the morning. Night.